very much. I'm told Laura's going to wave frantically at me if I go over 15 minutes. I'm a Punjabi man. 15 minutes is, is going to be half of what I'm going to do. be interesting to see what you do when you do call the police uh, to try and get me off the stage. It, it, did, it did seem like a good idea at the time to do this 5 by 15 uh, until I found out that... Um, until I found out I'm sitting on a table where more people have written books than I've actually, I've actually read. Um, so that's me, believe it or not, on the left and on the right. I'm the borough commander for, uh, for Hounslow. Um, and I thought, well, rather than tell you uh, my history, uh, I'll go proactive and interactive for the first few minutes. Then I want to talk about, it might sound like a really dull subject, it's something passionate uh, to myself, which is, diversity, representation, and subconscious bias, which sounds really dull, but hopefully I'll make it relatively interesting. And at the end of all of this, I hopefully I've come across more like David Badil than David Brent, but we'll see what we do. Now, bear in mind I'm a police officer, and I know where you all live, my, uh, which sounded more threatening than it needed to be. My first question is, we're going to have a quiz. The first prize will be a coffee date with myself. The uh, booby prize will be a lunch date with myself. Uh, so the first question, and be very careful, ladies and gents, how old do you think I am? <laughs> Come on, shout out. Louise, you're not allowed to say anything. 42. 42, okay. Is there, is, so four, 42 and a half we like. My, my plastic surgeon will be very happy with you. 50, I'm loving the lady on my left slightly less than so. Okay, so somewhere between 42 and a half and 50, okay. Where do you think I've spent all of my education? Yes, police officers are educated, so. Where do you think I've spent all of my education? Which country? UK. Well, okay, UK is not a country, but more specifically? <laughs> England, okay. Anywhere else? No, okay, right, so we're gonna go for England. Right, okay, I've got just a few more questions. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, I should, I should have cautioned you first, shouldn't I? What, what country, sorry, what music do you think I like? What type of music? Hip-hop, heavy metal? The Splits? Oh, the Smiths, okay. Okay, the police. Oh, the police, very good, very good. Yes. That, that man's got a dinner date with me. Um, okay, I'm going to make it a wee bit easier. I'm going to tie it down a little bit because there's the, you know, it's obviously it's a bit freestyle. I'm going to tie it down a little bit. So a few more questions. On my Sky Plus box, which of the following have I recorded? <laughs> Top Gear? Des Desperate Housewives? Glee? Yes. The Good Wife? Okay. Okay, that was a bit... Okay, we'll make... This is... Guys, this is 50-50 now. Come on. The next two are 50-50 questions. True or false... I used to be a male model before I joined the police. So hands up who thinks I was a male model before I joined the police service. Okay. That's ever so slightly disappointing. Okay, one more question. True or false, I have beaten Tim Henman at tennis. Now bear in mind, most people can beat Tim Henman at tennis. I have beaten Tim Henman at tennis. True or false? True, true, okay. Okay, that's interesting. So let's, let, let me put it out of your misery. I am 49 years old, so uh, well done to whoever said I was 50. Uh, I, I thought I looked a lot younger. The holy trinity of plastic surgery, Botox, liposuction, and beard dye clearly hasn't worked as well as I'd hoped. Um, as you can tell from my Brummie accent, I spent most of my education, for all of my education, most of my life in Glasgow. 
well done for, well, Rosie said heavy metal music. Yes, I am clearly a Deep Purple fan. Uh, and on my Sky Plus box, I don't recall Top Gear. I love Glee, Desperate Housewives, and The Good Wife. Love it. Uh, now, this, this next one was really disappointing. More people thought I beat an international tennis player than could be a male model. That's really, really quite disconcerting. So the reason why I started off with, with a bit of inter interaction was to essentially make sure you're all still awake. So we'll do the old crotted thing later on. But also because you'll have all seen me as I walk up, senior police officer, and, and, and will have made some observations. Uh, and you'll have some, some subconscious biases to who I am. And hopefully I'll dispel the myth of what, what it takes to be a senior police officer. Uh, and that actually you can be heavy metal loving, Xbox playing uh, police officer. Now, I will tell you how I beat Tim, Tim Hemmen at tennis. It is actually true. Um, it was on the Xbox, and Tim Hemmen was being <laughs> Tim Hemmen was being played by my then 11-year-old son, and only one because sent me to bed early. So, so they, let me dispel those myths. So you know, you can be anything, or you do anything you want, and you can still be successful at what you do. But what's that got to do with diversity, representation, and subconscious bias? Uh, well, essentially, everyone here will have made uh, a view or, or, of of who I am, what I represent, what I'm about. Um, and I think it's the timeliness of this, the Oscars and all the controversy around all of this. I like to regard myself as the Indian Idris Elba. Um, <laughs> and so it's all, it's all interesting. Now, the, the commissioner has said on numerous occasions, we need a police service that looks and feels like London. You know, we need more black people, we need more females. Now, some people might say, does it really matter? Is it not just the service that matters? If you're attending to a victim of crime, does it really matter? Well, I think it does matter, and I'll tell you why, because, and you can all read up there, but I think it's just about fairness and justice. You know, it's about being able to extract the best people. It's about diversity of thought. Diversity is not about skin color or gender or sexuality. It's about diversity of thought. Uh, you know, a senior leadership team full of white middle-class men is as useless as a senior leadership full of attractive Sikh police officers. You need the diversity. You need, you need women, you need people from all sorts of backgrounds. For me, it's about the diversity of thinking. Um, and we're not there yet, and we're a long way from it. And we need to, we need to bring more people from diverse backgrounds uh, into the police service to be a much better organisation, to better serve the people of London. Here are the challenges. So I've taken some, uh, some um, uh, well-known London landmarks. And if the Metropolitan Police Service was represented by the Shard, then Canary Wharf represents a uh, number of white people, just short of 90%. Uh, somewhat ironically, black people are represented by the Tower of London. But there you go, that's the difference. That's, where, that's the police service. Now, if London is represented by the uh, BT Tower, um, then... Uh, the BME numbers are the London Eye. So essentially, we are many, many percentage points away from being truly representative. Uh, and uh, I did a calculation. I was a little bit bored when I did a calculation and worked out it would take us 56 years to get anywhere near the 60-40 mark. And of course, in 60 years' time, it will all be different anyway. Um, so we need to get more people in, but we need to keep these people. It's about progression and retention. Um, and there are blockers. And for me, there are, I'll talk about two subjects. Uh, one, controversial, institutional racism. 
Another one, subconscious bias. Now, back in the day when um, Stephen Lawrence was murdered and we had the, um, uh, the, uh, the inquiry into his, into his death, uh, the phrase institutional racism was, was, was developed. When you read, when you read the, uh, the definition, actually you can kind of understand where that's coming from. The problem for me with that phrase is it immediately puts the organisation on the defensive because everyone focuses on the word racism. And yes, within my organisation there are racist people, as there are in all organisations, but the vast majority are not. That put people on the back foot. And I think as an organisation we suffered because we were so worried about this phrase that we were un unable to really move on from, from that. So through time, through academia, through research and study, here's a phrase that I prefer. And in essence, you could argue it's the same thing, but subconscious bias. Um, and um, it, it, it is what it says on the tin. Uh, people have implicit preferences. They gravitate towards those people that um, represent themselves. And they make assumptions about other people. And we all do it. Some of you would have done it as I walked up the stage. I would have done it as I looked across the room. We all do it. Uh, and I'll give you two live examples. So cast your mind back to 1995. It's a state visit from the Brazilian president. I'm a newly promoted sergeant. Got my chevrons on, got my yellow jacket on. And we find a parcel. Looks a bit suspicious. I'm in charge of policing this chunk of London. So I, I evacuate all the, all the buildings. Um, I call in the bomb squad, I do all these bits and pieces. Then the inspector turns up some 20 minutes later. Uh, I explain to the inspector what I've done, and he said, oh, that's very good. Uh, now, where's your sergeant? Now, what he'd done was, not racist, he'd looked at me and made an assumption that I couldn't be a sergeant based on his own biases. Fast forward to about two or three months ago. I was at an event that the commissioner holds, and... Uh, the great and the good of London were there. It was about networking, engaging with senior stakeholders, and there were senior police people there. I was chatting to a, a colleague, and he said, I'm really interested in why we don't have, have any, or have many black uh, or minority ethnic superintendents. And I said to him, it's subconscious bias. And I, and I promise you, I didn't, I didn't plan this. I said, let's look around the room and let's see subconscious bias in action. Now, there was more, there's about 200 plus people there. When we looked up and looked around the room, 90% of the people were talking from people of their own ethnicity. 90% uh, of people, you know, so white people talking to white people and BME people were talking to BME people. And I said to him, therein is your problem, that people gravitate towards those people that they think represent their values, um, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, in the workplace, what happens is, if you're a white officer and you've got a team of officers, you will gravitate towards your white colleagues. It's natural human behaviors. There's nothing, I was gonna say nothing wrong with it. There's something wrong with it if you don't check yourself, but it's a natural human behavior. And so you gravitate and you start to form networks. And within those networks, someone say, oh, by the way, John Smith, there's a course and I think you should do it, or let me help you with promotion and blah. And before you know it, people are moving up the ladder through their networks. Underrepresented groups get left behind for two reasons. There's not enough of us to create those networks. And secondly, unconscious bias means that our talent is being missed 
by the people that are charged with developing that talent. So that's, for me, a live example. I can give you lots of examples of what happens in the police service, but it's pertinent to probably the majority of yourselves in here. Uh, if you come from a big organisation, have a look around and see about, uh, is your organisation, are you as a person subconsciously biased? It's okay to be subconsciously biased. Just check yourself. Uh, I, I was speaking to um, a lawyer from Ashurst, and I talked to him about subconscious bias. He rang me up a few weeks ago and goes, Raj, you're so right. Uh, I talk about water cooler moments. I said, when you go to the water cooler, who are you talking to? Who are you having those offline conversations with? I said, I guarantee you the bulk of them are with people that represent you. And he said, there was a woman on my team, I'd completely missed the fact that she was absolutely brilliant at this bit of work, and now I'm developing her talent. So it can be done, and it needs to be done, obviously. Um, but that's some of the dangers. If with subconscious bias, you can be blind to where your talent really lies. This, I, I can't remember where I nicked this from. Sorry, I shouldn't say nicked it. I'm a police officer. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I, I legitimately got the copyright um, uh, for the purpose of the tape. Um, and it says here, actually, Lou, I think it was more than just my being in the right place at the right time. I think it was my being in the right race, the right religion, the right sex, the right socioeconomic group, having the right accent, the right clothes, going to the right schools. And that, to me, kind of sums up where we're at. Where we're at. Now, Laura's, that was, I'm not sure, were there two fingers at me or two minutes? Okay. <laughs> I thought I was being abused and heckled from the front. Um, so, uh, and that, to me, I think, kind of captures uh, where we're at, certainly in big organisations, but even socially, look at yourselves and sort of work out, you know, am I, you know, am I biased towards certain groups? If so, what's that impact uh, going to be? Um, and finally, who knows what this slide has got to do with subconscious bias? Come on, you've got about 90 seconds. I've got to burn some time here because I'll finish early. <laughs> That'll be the first time a Punjabi man in history has ever done anything on time. Okay, I'll tell you it's got absolutely nothing to do with subconscious bias. <laughs> I put it up there because when you're all tucked away in bed, me and my colleagues are patrolling the streets of London. That's what the Tower Bridge looked like in the middle of the night. So when you're tucked away in bed, we are keeping you safe. Uh, if you enjoyed this presentation, my name's been Raj Kohli. If you've hated it, my name's been Hardeep Singh Kohli. Thank you very much. <laughs>